FCR247, you're live in the mix. I have got a great interview just getting ready to happen for you. The man right here is a musician, composer, producer. I mean, this guy has created stuff that I personally know that I know you will know of. MacGyver theme song, Triple X scores. Uh, we've got more to talk about, but let's get into this. Mr. Randy Edelman, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good on this Sunday morning in that's, Beverly Hills. That's great, know? man. That's great. Now, we just had a whole big conversation, but before we get into any of that that we talked about, yeah. let's start at the beginning, at the very beginning. Who, when, where, and why? Just a little kid that used to hear things and run over to the piano in the living room when he was about four or five and just started playing melodies of what he heard. That's the beginning. That's the beginning, you know. No, no uh, idea of what, you know, would become. No plans of any all the different genres and, and areas that I've been involved with in musically, but just always loved music, kind of kept it quiet because I wanted to be like uh, all the other kids. And when I was growing up, it, it was all about sports, you know, mm -hmm. was not about music, you know. So I kept, I, I started taking piano lessons very early, serious stuff, you know, mm -hmm. classical stuff. Uh, but I kept it kind of quiet while I was out doing the other stuff with everybody else. And uh, I just did that. And I always had this kind of thing that I did. Didn't play in the school orchestra, didn't have a band, nothing like that. Nothing that you would think leading to what happened to me. Yeah. So uh, that that's, but that's what it was. I always had this thing that I did that I had a very, um, uh, a, a very deep feeling about uh, and probably the only thing that I did have, have a deep feeling about. Mm. If it wasn't for this, I don't know what I'd be doing. But so yeah. that's how it started. And it just progressed over the years, you know, mm. long story, but we don't have time to get into it. But <laughs> so you, you sound like it was just built into you from the very from the very beginning. And and obviously, even if it was built into you, because, you know, I understand that I, I, I can hear the smallest little thing and I turn it into a song or I'll write a full song based off of one sentence or whatever the case may be. Like, I understand that inner creativity fire, but somewhere along the line, you had to take that and you had to say, you know what, this is more than just me running to a piano. This is more than me just hearing a jingle and saying, wow, that's great. Um, you had to actually speak about it. You had to actually step out of the sports area and say, well, this is who I am and this is what I've got. So yes. where was that? Well, moment? yeah, but, but, okay. But you, you're, you're kind of leaving by just even talking about songs or that, that was all fun. Mm -hmm. I was a serious concert pianist since mm -hmm. I was a young kid. I, I was a serious hours a day practicing, mm -hmm. giving recitals. That's what I was doing. Mm -hmm. The other thing was just fun and games. Mm -hmm. I happened to like, all kinds of show music, pop music, and I'd listen to it. But I was uh, serious from early on, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so it wasn't just this fun thing. Uh, I, I was very, very disciplined, and for some reason, there must have been a uh, a reason that I was disciplined, and it was obviously this feeling in my gut. Mm -hmm. uh, and and this was always something that I did really. Uh, 
I emphasize this even now, uh, having worked in every possible area with zillions of musicians, mm-hmm. I do this by myself. Yeah. I'm not a collaborator with anybody, and I never have been, even though, yeah, you'll look at a couple of my credits and say, holy shit, it says that you co-composed these monster scores mm-hmm. with people. That, but those were odd things, and the fact is I never co-composed or even met those other people. Mm-hmm. They were just odd circumstances, which happened to be for huge things yeah. of a very different style. Yeah. And so uh, some people may think, oh, I'm this... Uh, guy who comes in and uh when there's a problem and straightens everything out but i'm really not cool i straighten it out myself yeah 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 so okay so this to you is 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 a a live breathe and die kind of thing but it is a live breathe and die i got it i i will do this you know my way not not to say that that's derogatory or negative in any way because some of the greatest most influential people they did it their way um, and, and I think that that's a very um, that's a that's that's a statement that needs to be understood is that conformity doesn't help you get um, where you want to be or, or where you think you want to be. Um, it's staying true to your path and, and, and things like that. Well, so, yeah, I mean, any kind of art is only uh, especially pushing things forward is only created. I don't care if you're a writer, an artist, what you are. It's created by one person now. Film composing is a film music is a collaborative effort, not with other musicians, not the people who play. It's with a director and a producer and a screenwriter that that's that's something else. But as far as, you know, any great art is is basically you have to be able to kind of um, stick to your guns. And once you get into the, quote, business side of any of these of which I have been immersed in so many areas you have to be able to kind of give a little on a on an end but it's not necessarily the creative end it's just a bunch of people commenting on what you've done and you try to hold on to 90 percent of most of it for whatever area it it happens to be right right i like how you said that you you try to hold on to it i like that i like that you gotta give a little bit right you gotta give a little bit right so well you yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. What was you going to say? No, 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 no. I, I could, I could go on. We, you know, but I, you persi- You go ahead. Okay. All right. Well, no. Uh, you know, I what I really like is I like, um, I like how you're, I like, I like your attitude. I like your personality. I like the way you, the way you think about it. You know, um, I take it very seriously myself. You know, and and I see all these new people in these today's world, especially on the internet age and and things like that. That it that they think that they had five minutes of something and they're masters of it, or they think that they're 10 minutes of it and they know how to put together the most perfect video or the most perfect song or the most perfect composition or so on and so forth. But uh, you have experience and where do you, where do you rate the things that you've done on your life? So let's say um, I I noticed one of them was a, uh, an honorary doctorate from the university of Cincinnati has absolutely nothing to do with, music or piano would you say oh, pianist oh of course it does what do you mean it has everything to do no with i mean I, I understand the subject matter but i'm saying it's not you didn't create a work of art like you didn't go into a studio and you didn't sit down oh, and no. but no, no. It's, it's all listen listen my whole thing is like people say are you where when i did all my albums are you an artist a songwriter you went into tv music and film mm-hmm. music and all this stuff i'm none of that stuff i am 
a musician. That's musician. it. Musician. And you better be, you better have your shit together. Okay. <laughs> if you're fortunate enough to be, to have an opportunity, which can come anywhere mm -hmm. in a certain area, you be better be able to cut it or you're gone. Absolutely. You're Absolutely. gone in a second. Okay. I'm not talking about just the film film business, forget it. All of it. All but of it. in 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 all of it. So mm -hmm. you get an opportunity. Now, you're not the one to establish, hey, is this guy really good? Is he great? Is he talented? No, mm -hmm. that's for other people. Mm -hmm. But you better be devoted and able technically within your craft. Obviously, Absolutely. songwriting is a completely different animal. That has nothing to do with music and film writing you can be a great songwriter and no shit you know <laughs> and the best people who do that are mm -hmm. they you know they don't read or write music obviously mm -hmm. technically now with the things available you don't you don't have to that mm -hmm. takes nothing away from the person's talent it's mm -hmm. just a different way of going about things right, but songwriting right. is one thing film scoring you have to have your you know musical chops together Although it's different now, because like I just said, the same thing. There's many people, I won't mention them, you know who they are, who write great film scores. And they, they've never been to school. Never. They don't know how to read or know the music. You say, how the hell did they write that 20-minute cue, catching everything? Well, they have a different way of doing it. Yeah. And as I said, takes nothing away from their brilliance. It's right. just something new happened different path. Different many, path. many, many years ago to change it. Just like the record business changed, you know, used to be... A music publisher had a song. The publisher took it to a guy at a record label called a record producer who had a bunch of people on the record label who they were assigned to produce. And then they took them this song that the music publisher took them and they maybe recorded it. Well, that all changed well before you were born when 99% of the people selling records wrote and produced their own music. I don't care if it was the Beatles or Elton John or Carole King or the Eagles, you know, that's what, yeah. or Bob Dylan, it just all changed. Yeah. So you had a very few amount of people selling records that recorded quote outside material. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you a segue, but you're not taking it. Yeah. What's the segue think? The segue is that you got to be an independent man. You need to be. Independent. <laughs> no, the, the segue. No, I'm not telling you what to do. The segue is that how the fuck did I go from being this classical musician who got out of school and school was playing on Broadway to suddenly becoming a singer songwriter when I hadn't sung in my life in the shower or to my mother or written a song? How'd you do? Well, like like I said. You have to take advantage. What was happening at the time? The record business became people who did their own material. Own so material. I'm sitting there at the age of 19 or 20 saying, hey, you know, <laughs> you can write the greatest song in the world, but there's only two people selling records and they're not going to record it. So guess what? You better write your own. Yeah. Now, the fact that my girlfriend dumped me at the time and I was going to check in to a mental institution because I had something called depression which i didn't even know what it was <laughs> it was because of the circumstances which led me into this very heartfelt theory period you know with the draft going on at the end of the you know thinking what am i going to do yeah. the girlfriend dumped me I'm, i could be drafted and all of a sudden i'm sitting down writing these very sad melodies along with a few lyrics blah 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 led to <laughs> you know signing a hundred page recording contract to my name and did an album of these 10 
terribly sad, sad songs. Of course, looking back, I have lots of things like this. Of course, you look back, it sounds like a joke. That was the greatest thing in the world that happened to me. Oh, but yeah, I man. didn't know it at the time. But that's why I'm just talking about, you know. Um, but also, musically, I had a wither... I had written songs. I obviously had a feel for it. I told you I used to listen for years to the radio and try mm -hmm. to cop arrangements and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I, there was something serious. I, I had a passion about it, even though I wasn't in a rock and roll band in school <laughs> or in high school. I had this thing that something else, maybe something that happened in my life <laughs> walking around New York in the in, in zero degrees, slipping I used to say, oh, my God, what am I going to do with my life? But that led to, you know, that that led to me having a certain feeling in my gut, which enabled someone who had the musical background, mm -hmm. plus a certain feeling, which you have to have if you're a songwriter. You know, you can't teach someone how to make songs. If they're really going to be good, they have to have a certain, there, there has to be some, something there. It doesn't matter if you ever had a music lesson, as long as you can play the guitar or the piano or whatever it is decently enough to play your own songs you may be great mm -hmm. so that that's that's what sort of happened to me that triggered that period of my life i love it I you love go it. In. You, i don't want to leave you go <laughs> you, you took us through about 25 to 30 years right there I well yeah it. no no <laughs> oh I, yeah i listen i could be here i i mean every song every album every yeah it's and i have the best Nobody has my stories. I mean, you know, and, and that was and that took me through uh, almost 10 years when I thought I would sign my name to that hundred page yeah. recording with a yeah. little comp. Mm -hmm. um, I figured, which is basically the way I've thought about everything and, and the way I've handled stuff. I figured, OK, you're you're, you're going to do this album of your 10 crying, sad songs of the girlfriend dumping you. And you that, and it's not going to happen. Probably, you always give yourself a little. And then you're going to move on with your conducting and you're playing piano on Broadway and your blah 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 blah. Yeah. And well, of course, part of that happened, but the other part is that didn't happen. Ten albums later, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Without having a single, I, I mean, nobody has that story. Yeah. yeah. How can you do? How can people? I was with real record companies. How can all this stuff happen? And when you, well, obviously a lot of other stuff happened and people yeah. recorded the song and I went to England and had big hits there. So it just wasn't the normal, you mm -hmm. do an album and suddenly boom. boom. At yeah. that, however, stuff happened and I did other stuff. And so that I never dreamed uh, that I would end up spending all that time writing these songs and doing these solo albums yeah. but not having it go down the normal path yeah yeah so but i still did a lot of things musically i got a little involved in some scoring and learned some blah 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 and i did a bunch of different things while i was doing that yeah. so in the quote i'm just using it 10 years later yeah. i was ready to do to continue on doing the stuff but meanwhile I had put myself in you know, a pretty decent position by having hits by other people and doing concerts all over the world without having that big billion, you know, album. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
they would have okay. all that serious, intense. Well, no, no, no. It was serious. Well, it was it was serious. Yeah, plenty serious, yeah. but not the same way. Crazy. Somebody would be out on the on the tour. Yeah, yeah. You know. So well, that's, I mean, that's and good, I was that on, should be good for you though. You'd think that'd be good for you. Well, no, no. It, it's yeah. I mean, you know what? I mean, we're we're sitting here. It's today's the day. It's the year. It is, and I'm. Uh, right now, because I've been doing a lot of this kind of stuff, I'm looking back on stuff. And yes, it's it's a uh, it's a pretty um, uh, it it's not just it's not unique. It's kind of unheard of yeah. the way I've been able to skate without smoke and mirrors. Yeah. It's all been weird, real, yeah. but yeah. to these different things. But I never, you see, I was always serious about what I was doing. So all those years by doing those albums, once in a while I go out and I conduct in Las Vegas for a singer or I do a, a small movie. Mm-hmm. I was always, I didn't go from one thing to the other. I just always. included a lot of physical mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And so when I got out of that, and you don't just get out of it, like how did you go <laughs> from doing albums to being the busiest film yeah. composer in the world? Well, I, I didn't. I obviously did a lot of stuff and I got into it. But once I got into it, I never, ever wrote a song mm-hmm. for 20 years. Never wanted to, never yeah. had time. Recently, I've done some other stuff, which we talked about before. Yes. However, I didn't, I didn't delve into different things. I was focused. And so for all these years doing, when you look and you see all those films, obviously, well, how the fuck did it, because I was here 24 seven. Yeah. Once I got getting the pick, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But when, like I said before, if you're, if you get the opportunity, you got to make sure that um, you can produce uh, in whatever, whatever is needed, you can do and deal with all the bullshit that you have to. Yeah. Let's real, let's real quick. Uh, you know, we got just a few minutes, got about seven, eight, 10 minutes here. Let's uh, let's, let's talk about that, that, that new song that you're working on your new single. Um, it sounds like it is a, uh, it's its own work of art. Sounds like you, you well, created it, it's, it's, well it, yeah, it, it's, it's a fun thing. It's about the COVID, but mm-hmm. it's not a serious song. It's mm-hmm. about, when well when we thought a few months ago things were getting better doesn't seem to be right now it's working up again but um <laughs> fortunately of course i'm not making light of it uh i wrote this thing get it all back here it's unlike my big ballads and pianistic things it's basically the name of the song is grab your hat put your best suit on now that sounds like a terrible title and it may be so of course they they call it coming out the other side coming which means there. when everything is good we're going to be able to go out and yeah. get dressed up and go to dinner and concert blah 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 it yeah. doesn't say that exactly but it's a fun thing that i played everything myself it's not like my scores with big symphonic stuff it, it's so it's it's just a fun thing but it's it's all over the place now and um it's something different and like i said i haven't done anything not only is that different then the kinds of songs that I wrote and yeah. I did on my albums and ones that all these other people um, did well with, yeah. it's something different. So see, I'm still sort of evolving mm. and it's completely different. You listen to Last of the Mohegans or Gettysburg or Dragonheart mm. or any of these big, huge symphonic things. Yeah. And you'll say, this is the same person. Same yeah. <laughs> you know, 
that's great. You know, and, and I mean, those... that's great. That's great though, because yeah. I uh, real quick, I, I don't mean to interrupt. I just want to interject that I like how you said you're evolving because as a true musician, you never stop evolving. You never stop learning. You never stop getting better. So I'm really glad that you said that. Now, please well, continue. What right. you, please continue what you were saying. No, no, no. It's just yeah, yeah. It's just because and within all the films, because you always have to have. Even though I had all this background and I did some things in order to break into that big, you know, kind of Hollywood film score thing. Mm -hmm. There's gotta be a, uh, you know, there's gotta be that that opportunity and my my a, a very kind of it was became a you know a huge it was a huge movie and then that went to ghostbusters 2 and the kindergarten cop hmm. so all of a sudden i'm like the king of comedy in hollywood hmm. and then from those big kind of high concept things I do my cousin Vinny, yeah. the mask while you were sleeping, Adam Sandler's Billy Madison. I do every, every, and these things, which by the way, I didn't really want to do because I said, hold it, hold it. I was elated that I had gotten into this situation after all these other things I had done, yeah. but I, I'm not a funny, I wasn't writing by the way funny music for any of those yeah. listen to comedies comedies have romance they have action they have darkness yeah. and if you listen to any of my scores there'll be very few things that you could say oh that's the music from kindergarten cop which is basically about a drug bust you know yeah, and that, yeah. It, seriously or my cousin Vinny that takes place in the south even though it's so funny um so i had to try to uh so-called uh, you know we you just mentioned evolving steer my ship mm. this, and then i did mohegan's and gettysburg and Dragonheart and anaconda and all these things but it wasn't that easy but i i i knew that i wanted to do that but it was hard because i had established myself with these films that i said once i did a few it's like i didn't want to do the that genre mm -hmm. of film score thank god i did because it turned out that all these things i did are classics hmm. now well we, i didn't know that when i did those films they weren't <laughs> how could you know though? adam sandler i basically told him hey man you know not in this way go fuck off i'm not doing comedies anymore <laughs> oh you gotta do it we pretend your music you know but he was a good guy and a very talented guy and uh i so i did it and same thing with uh my cousin Vinny and joe pesci and it, it's like I always, um, and, and Jim Carrey in The Mask, who was just brilliant in that yes, picture. One of my icons. The people, one of my icons. The people in all those things I did, those things I mentioned, they were all really gifted comic talents. Yeah. And that is really why I did all of them. And now when I go to, which is very rarely, because I don't, I don't want to, I uh, go to a, you know, a, do a master class at some, you know, Berkeley or Juilliard or something. Mm -hmm. And I talk about all this, this, the serious background that I have in music. And I'm talking about all this kind of stuff and it gets done. And I think these kids are going to ask me about what I talked about. You know, what's in their dorm room, by the way, male or female, straight or gay, 
any, you know, whoever it is in their dorm room are always three nerd films. The Mass, My Cousin Vin Vinny, and Billy Madison. Mm -hmm. And that's what they want to ask me about. The music, because I did all of them. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I'm talking, uh, you know, it's <laughs> like, okay, you talked about your bullshit and your background and your classical <laughs> stuff and all the serious scores you did. Now yeah. tell us about the stuff yeah. that we've been listening to since well, we've, we've been, been waiting for yeah. <laughs> yeah. And go to their dorm room and they'll pull them out and they'll say, see, and I'll go, oh my God, not enough. But it's fine. Of course, it's great. Yeah, obviously. I it's, mean, whatever, it's however they can relate, right? However, somebody... no, no, of course, but it's just funny. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> but because those particular films, they were all little films, yeah. low budget films. Yeah. Uh, when I did classics. Well, well, when, when I did, I'll tell you, my kid was about, not four, I'll say he was six. With the mask, uh, when that came up, and they needed it fast and it was low budget and blah, yeah. blah, blah. I didn't see it. I never, I didn't, I ever never heard of this person. Yeah. Now, little did I know my kid was in his room every week or whenever it was watching a show, which I never heard about, called In Living Color. In Living Color. Which yeah. was, I, I think, an all black cast, but yeah. one white guy Jim that Perry. was in character. Yep. And he told me, and literally the next day after I got this call, that pet detective picture came out. Yeah. So he, I said, all right, we went down the hill to the famous Grauman's Chinese. I was living in the Hollywood Hills and we saw Ace Ventura pet detective. And I saw this guy that was obviously a complete original. Yeah. Fuck, fuck, just great. <laughs> Ran home with Noah it first satisfied him. Okay, I'm calling tomorrow. At which point, may, maybe 12 other people. It doesn't yeah. happen like that. Not 12. But somebody else may have said. So I called the next day and said, I'll do it. And they said, well, the budget's only. I said, yeah, I don't care if I pay yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. I got it. And of course, by the time the mask came out a few months later, you know, it was the hottest thing going. Yeah, it was, and, I, you know, and, and just I'll give you one last thing. You know where I went? You know where that score was recorded? It was recorded in Ireland. And you'd say, yeah. why did you record yeah. a low-budget film? Blah, blah, blah. Because, like, they gave me $10, let's say. And it was a package thing. Like, we don't have the normal situation. So we'll give you the 10 bucks, and it's a package. You just do it. And if you go over to the 10 bucks, you pay for it, and you deliver it. Mm -hmm. And it's too long a story, but I had talked to somebody and I decided to go to Ireland. But the by the time I went to Ireland to do the orchestral part of that, um, the, the picture had become like a big, it was going to be a big thing. And so the new line, there were the company who were not that well known at the time. They called me and said, well, you can't, you're going. I said, yeah, you, you gave me 10 bucks. I said, that's fine. I won't spend a, a cent over them. I'm going to Ireland and I went and did it. And anybody, everybody looks at it and they go, it's this score recorded by the Irish National Opera Orchestra. It, you know, it's like, what the hell? What? Yeah. That's what happened. And I went, I could have then gotten scared and said, okay, I can go to some other non-union <laughs> with that situation. But I didn't. And so I went just to like, that's what I said. Yeah. You compromise. Okay, you compromise. You say, okay, I'll do it for 10 bucks. Yeah. That's your compromise. Don't tell me where to do it. As yeah. long as I turn it in and I give it my all 
and it's on time. Right. What do you care if I go to Siberia? Right. So, but it was, let me just tell you, because he had become, it was such a hot thing. Yeah. I mean, we spotted the music to the mask in a motel in Burbank, in a little room. That's where we spotted it because that's where they were doing editing or something, you know. But anyway, that's just one little story. But those things, of course, looking back, those were all great stories. Yeah. And but we're gonna have to anyway. Have you back. Okay. We're gonna have to have you back. I mean, I, I hope you'll be able to do this again. I would love to see. I with doubt you. it. That's <laughs> great. No worries. No worries. No worries. No. Mr. Edelman, uh, you have a website? Call me Randy. Yeah. Randy. Just Randy. Randy yep. Yeah. Uh, oh no, Yahoo. That's my uh, email. Oh yeah, www.randyedelman.com. Just Randy look up my name. It'll right. say website you see all the crap and that's where we can find the new single no you find no. a new single you find that anywhere go anyway. to youtube youtube coming YouTube. out the other side coming out not the hang other your side. hat put your best suit on it's called coming out the other side aren't you glad it's not called hang your hat i know that's your right. best <laughs> you never remember it. no <laughs> well it's okay uh, uh, we'll, we'll close with this and and i just told you something so i'll equate something to people not not people like it but years ago i wrote a song it became a number one record by a big artist by the name of barry manilow and when i wrote the song and i played it before he did it the publisher said and i told him the title they said no 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 no, you can't call it that because it keeps saying when will i hold you again so it's got to be called when will i hold you again i said that's a terrible i'm not calling it that (laughs) I'm sticking to my title, which mm-hmm. is called Weekend in New England. Mm-hmm. And that became a you know big standard and everything. And luckily at the time, there was a, a group called The Three Degrees who had a song called When Will I See You Again, Baby? And I used that. I said, uh, I can't because there's this other record out a few months ago. Yeah. Or they would have kind of like, pre- you know, Push me against the wall and said, yeah, You're yeah. calling it, you know, but I didn't. <laughs> and I'm very happy because it, and it never mentions Weekend in New England in the song. That's what I love about it. Nice. But it became a big hit. So nice. that's like, but this one, hang your hat, put your best suit on. Maybe that's a little different. Well, we'll find out. I you don't get know. what, I, I, you think get what coming, I, I still think it's going to be coming out the other side. I, I, I still, you know, you got it, baby. Go to YouTube. <laughs> listen. It's a fun little ditty. It's we'll not it like a normal, pretty ballad, big thing. It's yeah. a really fun uh, song based on uh, Buddy Holly's uh, Peggy Sue made in 1957, a little. Nice. Nice. Feeling of it. All right. Well, we'll yeah. definitely check it out, brother. Thank you. You got so it. You've got seven Randy. or eight minutes, please. Yes. Have a blessed day, man. I absolutely. This was thrilling. I loved it. Thank you very much. Okay. You take care. You uh, where are you, by the way? I'm here in Toronto. I'm here in Toronto. Oh, you're in Toronto. Oh, God. We could go on stories forever. Well, if you, ever right come out this, if you ever come out this way, I, I got a coffee for you. We'll definitely sit down and talk some more. I've been I've been out that way. I got a lot of a lot of stuff about Toronto. All right. Take care. Thank you, brother. You have a great day. All right. See you, lover. All you right. too. Bye.